Welcome everyone, I'm Olive B and thank you once again for tuning in to Design and Beyond. So last week I had spoke about, you know, starting this year with goals in mind, resolution, and it's been interesting speaking to a few people, you know, friends, family, and also clients about what their goal was set for the year. A couple of my friends and I'm decided that I'm going to join them so that for three months we're going to be booze free. So we're not going to have anything to drink until April. So we're going to go through and prove the expert wrong by saying that at least there's a few of us that will make it pass in February. I also have a few of you friends that will be making it to the gym. Some of you started already and I know there might be a few people out there planning to do the same thing. So all you who are really like diehard gym people and you're thinking drat, you know, you can't get to use the gym the way you used to. Don't worry, they do say about 80% of us won't make it to March, so you will get your gym back before the end of March, or should I say the beginning of March. So, hey, so you just got about one month to go, and then the gym is all yours. But I wanted to speak about something, um, which I want to make my podcast about this, is something that a client shared with me, and I'm excited because I am going to be a part of her resolution. She said that she wanted to make her life simple. So she wants to simplify her life and also want to have a welcoming space in her home as well as the universe. And part of that is me working with her, renovating her kitchen. But not only just the kitchen, she's looking to renovate the whole of downstairs, which is great because when I do a kitchen, I always like to look at the adjacent rooms and see how they are connected. So there's a couple of things that is important to me to consider when I am designing for a person, because I feel this if you can't treat the room as if it's isolated, it has to relate to the rest of the home. And I think that's so important. So I'd be focusing on the kitchen um, the living room and also the dining room and having a way of making it connect. There's about two, actually I came up about with three options, but obviously I have my favorite and I'd like to share those with you and you are going to be able to view some of these and I'm going to show you the link, two links actually, where you can be able to look at the proposal in which I had um, given to my client regarding this space. So as I mentioned, whatever room you are designing, you really want it to connect with any of the adjacent room. You also want it to connect with you. Like how she wanted to keep her simplified life and this is what she's looking for within her space. So that's the connection she wants. She wanted to connect, connect with her family and she doesn't have any pets, but if you do have any pets, you also want it to connect with your pets that you have within your home. How does your pet fit into your design? When you are entertaining, you want to see how that relates to your guests. And especially if you have family visiting, that's also important to see how you can introduce um, all of what you want within the area of question. So looking at the house, the house that they live in is almost a hundred years old. 
the kitchen is really on a small size and way we live today and the way the house was built back then doesn't really function. I mean, back then there was no microwave, no dishwasher, and perhaps they only had an icebox. And like I said, um, certainly not the way we tend to live. So the challenges, and this is what we have to look at, like I'm saying, just to think about what she wants to accomplish in her life and how this space is not really helping her the way it is. She wants more countertop space. So when she's preparing these large parties, she has space that she can prepare. Right now, what she does, especially when she says she's big cookies, she moves the stuff from the kitchen into the dining room and she's going backwards and forwards. So that's not really ideal. The refrigerator for the size family and also the entertaining they do is on the small size. So she needs a larger refrigerator and come with a large refrigerator also means more storage. Storage also for the small appliances that we may have. Um, also storing of food um, and also paper goods and all of that kind of stuff. And FYI, just a little thing to keep in mind. Do a checklist, even like when you do a list of all the things that if you're remodeling, things that you must store within that space. That's going to really help um, anyone designing for you or even for yourself to realize what's more important and where you need to store these, um, these vital products within this space, especially when it comes to the kitchen. The kitchen really does... Um, has a work it's like a workhorse it really needs to work hard for us and it really needs to be practical and comfortable when we are working in the space there was another requirement that the client really would love to have and that was a powder room they do not have a powder room on the first floor they have a powder room um actually they have two bathrooms upstairs but they do not have a powder room for their guests or family to use when they are on the first floor. And that was a requirement that they love to keep with. And naturally, um, the budget. The budget, I don't care whose budget, whether it's mine, whether it's the budget like of Oprah Winfrey, everyone has a budget. And in this case, there's a lot of work that they want to get done. You know, they want to buy whole new furnishing. She's retired and she wants to enjoy a house. They have no plans of going anywhere. And she wants the home to reflect who she is and that of her family. So I have to be mindful of the budget and think about how best we can use the, um, the, the per money in giving her what she needs within that space. So let's start with the design and how the three design that I spoke about, how does that accomplish these needs that she requires. So here we go. So we've got design number one. What we would do with design number one, everything stays within the same four walls. Um, the changes, we would lose a window so we can move the stove along that wall. We would move the doorway down the wall creating a larger opening so it doesn't feel as closed off as it does. But we will take advantage of the existing opening because the wall is 15 inches thick by creating like a little nook where we can build shelving in there. And also the microwave can be tucked into that area. 
So this is what we can do with design number one. The advantage of this, it will be less expensive um, to, in doing because we haven't expanded in any way. Um, you also have less cabinets because of the space that we're working, the space constraint. There's only so much cabinets that we can put in the space. Um, we don't have a huge refrigerator. I only am able to give a refrigerator about two inches larger than what the client actually has. Um, there is a small room that is off the kitchen in the back that we can add in extra pantry area for all the overflow of maybe small appliances and stuff that I spoke about. So that is design number one. All right, so moving on to design number two, we will lose the wall, okay? So we take the wall down, which is 15 inches thick, so we would be able to bump in um, and extend that kitchen by another 15 inches. So um, that's an, an option there that we have. The kitchen also will be wraparound, which when you have an opportunity to look at the de design, you're going to see that. The um, room um, in the back, which I mentioned where the pantry um, storage would be, we still have the option also with design um, number two. We have a little bit more storage because we can have a larger refrigerator. Um, the microwave um, would also still stay on the countertop. We also lose a window in this design because we need to move the stove onto the wall where the window is. So um, it's not a major expense in the sense of patching up the window for both um, design. Um, you know, because it's the out exterior is, is stuck also is um, reasonably um, to do. So that's not so much of an issue in that way. Um, the disadvantage in the design is, like I mentioned, the wall is 15 inches thick. So what that means in taking out the wall, um, we have to put a steel beam um, going across if we don't have the steel beam the whole house can collapse because it is a load-bearing wall so we need to put a steel beam going across now that runs into the thousand um, so budget-wise we're not going to save and also the labor to take out the all that wall um, it's going to be pretty costly it's going to be um, quite a few man um, hours so we're going to be not saving money in this area. In fact, um, what is worked out, the price of what you were spending for the cabinets is, is the actual labor is going to cost and for the material of the steel beam in getting rid of the wall. So that's the option there. Now, I wanted to say also, remember the client wanted to have um, a powder room um, on the first floor. So this design doesn't allow for the powder room to be in the back. It does, we can do a powder room, but we would need to put the powder room somewhere um, underneath the stairs. We would have to move the um, stairway that goes to the basement and create the powder room there. Um, or we have to carve out a space in the existing dining room. And to be frank, um, none of the homeowners really like the idea 
of that in having the powder room off of the two main living areas. So that's design number two. Um, like I said, the downside to that is the fact that the cost of the beam. And um, they do have more countertop space, at least the countertop space is enlarged. And also they have the two rooms connecting. So, you know, um, we're able to create a peninsula so a couple of stools can pull up and um, the cook doesn't have to feel so isolated within that space. So let's move on to design number three. So, hey, design number three, look, it has it all and it is my favorite design because we were able to accomplish, in my opinion, everything that the homeowner wanted. Now, to accomplish this, we still need to move the doorway down and this is nice because we're able to because we can open up the wall and create a larger opening because the opening that they have now is only 30 inches wide and when they had purchased a refrigerator they did have trouble getting it into that kitchen so now we've created a larger opening which is a great thing and the existing opening i'd love to use the space when you look at the design you can see how it's been utilized the microwave is in that little space. I've also got open shelving where they can use for storage of whatever they um, like to have on display. She loves the farmhouse sink in both design one and two. Couldn't give it to her because it would take up a little bit more space. In this design, I'm able to give her a farmhouse sink. They wanted to have an island, but they wanted it to be two tier. I was able to accomplish this. So if they are working at the sink, the sink is also, if there's anything um, a little bit messy going on, it is head, hidden behind a small wall that is behind um, the sink area. They have a large enough refrigerator for storage. And this is not only with the island, but there's a wraparound um, with the countertop. Plenty of storage space. And um, one of the biggest issues, which I hadn't mentioned before, um, the husband was concerned about moving the t um, kitchen into the dining room. And that's for good reason, because a lot of people, they struggle when they see a space used different from how they were they are accustomed to using the space. Because let's face it, they've been living in this house for about 30 years. It's always been the same way. So now I'm coming here saying to them, hey, you know that dining room, we're going to make it a kitchen. Wow, that's something new for them to deal with. And, you know, so if you are going to take away something, you need to replace it with something else. Especially like the dining room right now, they have the dining table there, but he also uses that room to sit in and watch the TV and he enjoys that. So I have to create another space for him. And this is where the old kitchen will come into play, where now the kitchen can be the TV room for him. I know one of his concerns was like when we, you know, if we took the wall down, you know, um, yes, he liked the idea of it being open. But his concern was is that he had his vision about where his brand new TV, which he purchased, where it was going to fit into the existing dining room. So my aim was to show him three different locations where he can have a TV. 
and I've shown that in the design number three, that there's two locations in the existing dining room where um, a TV can go. And in the new media room, which is the old kitchen, hopefully, I show that that could be his TV room. What I love about with this design, because remember we spoke about having a powder room on the first floor. Now the powder room is in the back, that little nook I told you about where we were going to put some storage there for the pantry. It is the perfect size for a powder room. There is a door that leads to the outside, and this is why it couldn't be converted in this way. But because we are now converting the family room, the, um, the kitchen into the family room, we can use one of these windows and convert it into the outside door. And because we're able to do that, they don't have a deck right now. And the wife was saying, wow, now we are able to put a wraparound deck outside, which is great. So this design to me is like a win-win. It just really gives the client everything in which they need. So they have the powder room, they have the TV room for when they want to sit in the back. That's in the existing kitchen. She has the farmhouse sink when I showed her in the design, which she loves. And she says she's always loved those sinks. And now she's able to have that. And since she's retired, she'd be able to enjoy that space. He'd be able to enjoy the space, even though it's a little bit different from what he's used to. But I know as a family that they will enjoy the way the kitchen looks. I am looking forward to sharing this with you and I can't wait for you to have a look on the design and to get your feedback. So just wrapping things up right now. So here is three designs like I spoke about. The first design is just to keep within that space just by moving the wall down and losing the window. Yeah, you know, the client will definitely save a bit of money in that way. I'm um, comparing to design number two and three, believe it or not, even though they have more cabinets that is laid out in um, design number three, it is also more cost effective and they get more bang for their money. They also have an opportunity in creating an outdoor living space, which they do not have with the first two designs. They also have a powder room that they um, can they can also have the guests use instead of having to tread up and down the stairs. So I, in my opinion, I think design number three is definitely a win-win. And I'm happy that the client also agrees with me. And this is the design she feels is going to give her the lifestyle that she is so looking forward to enjoying. That lifestyle of simplicity and a welcoming space. So I want to just say to conclude, please check out the design on Facebook. The Facebook page is called Black Interior Designers Northside. Or you can check it out on Instagram. And my Instagram page is Wellbeing Through Design. And if you have any questions, you want to drop me a line, you can do so on my email. And it's called olivebconsulting at gmail.com. Or just leave me a voicemail at the end of this podcast. So thank you very much for tuning in. And I would like to end this by saying... So as always, as I end, I would like to say... 
do something beautiful for your mind, your body, and your home. And since I am going to be dry for the next three months, you have to drink for me. Bottoms up.